I want to be your real estate resource. Welcome to Your Real Estate Resource, a show dedicated entirely to the subject of real estate. I'm your host, Steve Ravithis with Ravithis Realty. And today we've got on the show Adam Beer with All-American Masonry and Sweeps. He is the co-owner and operations manager of the company. Uh, and he's been in this business, um, or running this business for about two and a half years now. And they have the highest Google-rated masonry business in the area. So congratulations on that. Thanks, sir. Um, Adam also has a bachelor's degree in business management from Western New England University. So welcome to the show, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me. How about um, giving our listeners a little history behind uh, All American Masonry and Sweeps? Sure. Sure. Um, the business started in 94. Okay. So I wasn't around yep. for the start of that. Yeah. Uh, as, as you said, two and a half years ago, I took over the business. Okay. So I'm one of the owners. Okay. There. Um, another owner is a veteran. So if you see any veteran owned business, I'm not the veteran, veteran. either. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I'm a co-owner of okay. the business, uh, two and a half years and just took it over and just been running from there. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's been great. We've, we've had a, a lot of different, uh, success, yeah. um, from two and a half years ago till now. So. What about a little bit uh, about this name change, right? Sure. Because it wasn't two and a half years ago. Yeah. It wasn't All-American Masonry. Uh, so uh, D&D Masonry. Okay. Uh, that's what it started as. It was a father-son uh, run business. Okay. So Daup and Daup, it was, uh, that, that's the D&D. Okay. Um, and I wanted to just switch it up a little bit okay. and kind of run with the, the veteran theme as okay. well. So uh, it's legally now All-American Masonry and Sweeps. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Not, not easy to change the names it and is, go through all the rebrand. It, it is and, not. Yeah. 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 So that's what we're going through right now. Um, obviously, DBA right now. I still have the D&D yep. logo on right now, but yep. everything's in the process of rebranding right cool. now. Yeah. Cool. And what about your background in, in masonry? Because sure. I don't believe you started two and a half years ago. No, 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 <laughs> no. I, uh, I, I have... Uh, background in masonry I, I knew people that did masonry okay. um you know growing up and yeah. and a, as i was going through life and that's really where i, I saw that niche um and I, I wouldn't consider myself a full-time mason right now but i saw that there is a real need for for masonry okay. um the, one of the biggest things i i get is i can't find a mason sure I, nobody picks up my phone calls so yeah. that's something i can talk about later on too but um that's why i wanted to with my business management background gotcha. get into the business, into the business. supply and demand yeah. a little bit yeah so i think uh, i think a lot of um small business owners really struggle with with mm -hmm. what you're talking about right yes. so they are uh, typically really good at the trade, mm -hmm. uh, not really good at running their business. Right. You know, so I think if you find successful small businesses, like really successful small businesses that scale, mm -hmm. typically you've got an owner uh, that is an operator and not necessarily a guy that's in the trenches. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a big jump to go from the guy that's in the trenches doing the work to running uh, uh, an operation, managing sure. people, um, systems, processes, and stuff like that, mm -hmm. unless you really go through a uh, a transformation with yourself and taking leadership classes reading leadership books reading process and mm -hmm. system stuff so um, kudos for you because I, I think um, more small businesses need a partnership thank you you know yeah. like what you guys have got so yeah. um, how about some of the services that you guys provide sure uh, it's predominantly uh, we do a lot of, with brick uh, okay. so chimneys uh, we, we just do small repairs all the way to from 
rebuilds from the ground up. Okay. Uh, we do chimney cleanings. Uh, we do repointing, uh, and I can also describe kind of what repointing is and all these other services uh, later on as well. Perfect. Um, but we do uh, infills with brick. Uh, we also work with concrete block. Uh, we can do new block foundations, uh, do concrete pours, uh, so pads if you need a, um, to put your, your propane tank and something yep. from the propane company. We do concrete pads. Okay. Uh, we do retaining walls, stone walls, um, uh, anything that really has to do with concrete block, brick, or, or stone. We okay. do uh, patios as well, um, pavers. So those are just a little bit of the highlights. So as you're talking to the consumer, you know, maybe quoting jobs, pricing out jobs, mm -hmm. looking at scopes, what are some of the biggest misconceptions that people have about your industry, Masons in, in general? Yeah, um, I, I would say the biggest misconception is that these chimneys have been built uh, and these retaining walls have been built to last. You don't have to do anything to them. Mm -hmm. You just let them sit there and they'll be fine for 80 years, 90 years. So that's you need to take care of these masonry uh, products that you know that that somebody built for you. Yep. Just like you take care of your car. Okay. Uh, it's preventative maintenance. So uh, that's that's why I go out to estimates because there's something wrong yep. uh, with w whatever the the product is, and uh, just explaining to um, whoever I'm there with why that's going on. Sure. Yeah. So let's maybe even go into some of these specific lines. Sure. So, you know, chimney being one of the bigger uh, products or, mm -hmm. or services that, that you guys are going to provide. Mm -hmm. Maybe just let's give a general education for those people out there who have a chimney right now and some of those maintenance things that maybe they're not doing mm -hmm. that's causing the phone call to you. Sure. Uh, I would say the number one is the, the chimney cleaning. Okay. Uh, we we have a, a large part of our business is chimney cleaning, and that entails inspecting the chimney as well so making sure that the the chimney flue is is clean so the flue is where uh any of the your gas appliances uh where the, the, that gas travels through mm -hmm. uh, up and out of the chimney or the fireplace uh where, where the smoke travels up and out of the chimney or if you have an, an oil burner that, that's where that travels up and out of the chimney so that's really the vessel for okay. all of these uh different types of um the, the, the smoke or the gas or the creosote to travel up and through. Okay. Yeah. So servicing, so you're going to look at that, make sure that's functioning. You're going yes. to actually clean it out, and then you're going to look at the actual structure. Structure, right? Jimmy. Yep. So the joints, the, yep. the bricks themselves. Exactly. Et cetera. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So we'll, we'll look at the, uh, the mortar, uh, make sure that it's not cracked. Uh, we'll look at the, the chimney flues, make sure th those are in, uh, you know, not damaged and, yep. they're, and they're in good condition. Uh, and then we'll go up on the top of, of the roof and, and also look at the concrete on the top. That's uh, the, there's concrete on the top of the brick. Uh, that concrete protects the brick. So as long as that's in good condition, um, we'll, we'll just have a pretty much an inspection report after okay. that. Um, so how often should people be doing this? Uh, once a year okay. is, uh, is what the required maintenance uh, to have a, a scheduled chimney cleaner okay. come out and, and just make sure everything's in good condition. Yep. Assuming just everything's in great condition, we mm -hmm. just got to clean it out and yep. inspect it. What are we typically looking at for pricing? Uh, for us, it's $169 okay. for, uh, that's the inspection and the full cleaning. Okay. Yep. And then typically, I assume it just goes smooth. You clean it out, you inspect it, everything's okay. Yes. Um, but what are some of the 
you know, the top couple of things that you do see that you're going to have to do a little bit more than just clean. I see a lot of uh, the concrete cracked on the very top. Uh, okay. That takes the brunt of all the all the weather. Okay. The snow sits up there. The, the rain is constantly pounding down on that concrete. Okay. Uh, and when it's cracked, that's when it, it leads to a lot more damage on the chimney okay. from there. Yeah. Um, Let's say you're not somebody that's cleaning every year. Mm-hmm. How do you know if your if your chimney does need to be cleaned? So if the thing is, if you don't know, then have us come out or have you know, just give us a call yep. to have it just at least inspected. Okay, uh, we do inspections as well. Uh, without the cleaning, it's it's worth it just to get the cleaning because it's only ten dollars less for an inspection. Okay. So if you don't know. It's always preventative maintenance again. Um, uh, that'll come up a lot today is just to have it checked out. Okay. Um, how long does it typically take and what exactly does it entail to, to get it clean? Yeah, it takes anywhere from 45 minutes to sometimes two hours. Okay. Uh, it depends on how long it's been since it's been cleaned last. Uh, and that that's really, you know, if, if the technician has to pull out buckets and buckets of just debris mm-hmm. from it not being cleaned in a long time and has to have a, what's called a, maybe a rotary cleaning, that's when it's a little bit more invasive. Okay. Uh, then it'll take more closer to the two-hour mark. Okay. Um, and it's the 45-minute mark or so to get up on the roof, check everything, and, and, and sweep the chimney. Um, and that's... That's more of the, the every year scheduled maintenance. This is a powered uh, tool or this is just a you're taking a wire brush and going yeah. up and down? Or the the wire brush for uh, the the cleaning that's not a rotary cleaning okay. and a, a power tool. Uh, it's, uh, the brushes, it's really just attached to a drill okay. uh, for the rotary cleaning. It has whips on it and that's what really gets that uh, that build up. Do I need to be there? Uh, you you would need to be there. Okay, yeah. so somebody has to be home. Yeah, somebody has to be home. Um, why don't we want to go down in the basement and take a look, make sure all of those connections from the pipe to in into the chimney. So say that you have oil. Yep. That oil pipe from the appliance going into the chimney is secure, and it's also uh, t- totally covered because if it's not, then you can get carbon monoxide gases back into the house. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we've we've uh, swept it out. Uh, we're doing the basement inspection. Um, what else? You know, maybe some bricks are breaking or something like that. Yeah. What does that mean? Why is that happening? And what do I? Gotta sure, do about it? Uh, that's that's really what I see most uh, when I go out and, and do estimates on specifically chimneys. Okay, bricks are breaking for a number of reasons. Uh, one of the things is we live in New England mm-hmm. uh, for the weather, so that's that plays a big part of it. Uh, I'm gonna just kind of go back to where it all starts. Is it usually starts from the concrete on the top of the chimney? Yep. So if you have those cracks. And those, you just let those cracks uh, be there for an extended period of time. That water travels down the chimney, and that's when it'll uh, it'll, it'll break those bricks and break the mortar joints between the bricks. Okay. So also when the the water is, uh, it gets it absorbs into the brick. When it absorbs into brick, and it, you have the freeze thaw over the winter, that's when you'll see the brick faces just pop off and and get damaged so that's all from the freeze thaw uh, one of the biggest preventatives is to one get that concrete taken care of yep and then the other one is a lot of people don't know about this when you're talking about misconceptions and the preventative is also the uh, sealing the chimney 
So that's a, a water sealant, it's mm-hmm. a masonry grade sealant. That's one of our uh, services that we provide as well. Um, so that could that that little bit of cost up front can save. Where, where exactly are you sealing up top? Uh, we we seal up top in the okay. concrete, and we we also seal the in, the entire chimney. Inside, outside, uh, out, outside, outside, yep, out, outside of the so, chimney. Okay. Yep. All right, makes sense. Makes sense. So, listen, we're coming up against the first break here. Yeah. Uh, obviously, a, a lot still to cover. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of good information so far. If people have questions uh, about their chimney, need you to come out and take a look at it. What's the best way to get in touch with you guys? Uh, I would say our, our phone number. Uh, it's four one three eight four six four 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 four. And uh, that'll ring straight to the office, and you'll have the options to either schedule a chimney cleaning uh, or schedule an estimate. Uh, so we have those uh, those two options that you can. One more time with that phone number for me. Four one three, eight four six four 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 four. Awesome. Guys, as always, if you have any real estate-related questions, you're looking to buy, sell, invest, or maybe even uh, get your real estate license, uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to my team at 413-998-7466, 413-998-7466, and we'll be right back with Adam Beer from All American Masonry and Sweeps. Hi, from North Point Mortgage, your local mortgage lender. We cater to first-time home buyers, offering a full range of loan programs, including USDA, VA, FHA, and mass housing. With state-of-the-art technology, we streamline the mortgage process for you. North Point has offices throughout New England, including West Springfield, Rocky Hill, and Sturbridge. Please contact Melissa Ostrander at 413-977-8155 or at mortgageswithmelissa.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Melissa Ostrander, MLS number 1396546, North Point, MLS 1515. Are you thinking about selling a piece of real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we would love to talk to you about how we can position your property to get top dollar. Our team of experts can help you make the appropriate repairs, stage the property, and make the property stand out online with professional photography and videography. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our listing specialists. Attention Massachusetts and Connecticut homeowners, 2019 is shaping up to be a fantastic real estate market. I'm Steve Ravithis, I run Ravithis Realty, and we focus on Western Massachusetts and Northern Connecticut. Let us help you sell and get top dollar while the market's still hot. Call us at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466. Who you choose to work with matters, and we wanna be your real estate resource. Are you thinking about purchasing real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we love educating people about the home buying process. We want to be your real estate resource, from helping you find the properties to aligning you with the best local lenders, inspectors, and attorneys to facilitate your transaction. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our buyer specialists. Welcome back to Your Real Estate Resource, a show dedicated entirely to the subject of real estate. And uh, today we've got with us Adam Beer from All American Masonry and Sweeps. And we were just talking some chimneys, so let's go back uh, into chimneys. Okay. Um, We didn't cover the metal caps. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel like you'll driving around, you'll see some chimneys that have metal caps, some that don't. Yeah. which way do you recommend and, and what do they do? Uh, I, I recommend the metal caps. Uh, so you have what are called clay flues um, that go from the top of the chimney down to the bottom of the chimney. Okay. So if you think about when it rains, 
or when it snows, where does that water go? It goes down the clay flue unless you have a metal cap. Okay. So when it goes down the clay flue over the years, that's going to start to deteriorate that inside of the, the clay flue. So that clay flue, again, I'll just go back as that vessel where all of those gases uh, and all the smoke run through. Yep. So once that deteriorates over the years, then that's when you can have the carbon monoxide issues. Uh, so those metal caps are, again, it's a good preventative yep. to stop the water from going down there. Uh, and if it does go down there over the years and the clay flues do deteriorate, those those can be uh, what, what what are called metal chimney liners okay. uh, is what would be needed. That's when all those clay flues are removed yep. from the chimney. And we would come in and install uh, a flexible stainless steel liner down there. So that, that would be a pretty good sized job. Um, the material is kind of costly for those, okay. those liners. So that metal cap can really be safe. a small... Uh, ballpark on an average size chimney what are we looking at to install a liner uh for for a metal liner yeah uh, i would say about twenty two hundred dollars twenty to three thousand dollars yeah two two, two gram plus yeah so metal cap is usually about three hundred and fifty dollars okay so much easier for on on an average yeah so when you you know and i've been to some homeowners uh inspections where the guy will inspect the chimney and Mm -hmm. say hey the the the, those tiles uh, on the inside are cracked you need a liner Yes. Right. So if the chimney is on the exterior of the home and Mm -hmm. the tiles are cracked and the heat is just going up, Mm -hmm. why do I need the liner? What what is, where is. Yeah. Because if you, if you have those cracked tiles, then if there's a big enough crack, then instead of the smoke or the creosote building up um, in going right out of the chimney, it builds up in those cracks and that's when it starts to deteriorate those, that even more clay flue even more. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, we got some colder weather coming up here. Yeah. Uh, can you guys still work in that weather? Can you work can. with the, the? Yeah. 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 We can. Uh, there's additives that that will add to the mortar. Okay. Uh, we use hot water instead of you know get some water out of the yep. the spigot outside. So we use hot water. Um, it all depends on really the temperature of the product that we're using and, and not the the weather outside for okay. the most part. But then it does need to cure for 24 hours. So after we're done building whatever we're, we're building, then we would put insulated blankets over it. Okay. Because then it's then it w- it could be compromised okay. if, if it's not. But uh, yeah, we can work in the colder weather. So straight through the winter here. Yep. Straight awesome. through the winter. Awesome. Um, what about what we burn in these? Does that really matter? Is that going to affect it? Can we just burn yeah. whatever? No, no, uh, it does because if you if you burn whatever, you're, you're just throwing, you know, just uh, softer wood or cardboard or anything like that. Uh, you're going to be having us come out a, a lot more often. Okay. So uh, the the more smoke uh, that you have going up the chimney, uh, the the less clean the wood is. If you have wood that's been sitting out for a long time, it's it's damp. Uh, it's going to create more smoke then it's going to build up on in the inside much faster. So if you're burning hardwood, uh, dry wood and it's clean wood, then you wouldn't have us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, 
let's talk about the furnaces themselves. So they're, they're connected to the chimney. Sure. If, if I've got, you know, an annual maintenance program that they're going to come out and, mm-hmm. and service my furnace, am I taking, you know, is that taken into consideration the chimney too, or is this an addition to, and those guys aren't touching my chimney? Uh, it doesn't actually, when you're bringing up like one of the biggest misconceptions, uh, that's, that's another one. Uh, I get phone calls all the time just saying, uh, you know, I was just checking. I wanted to see if, uh, if I'm all set because my, my furnace guy came out and, uh, so my, my chimney's all set. Right. And, yeah. uh, one of the things that, that a lot of people don't know is that they don't touch anything that has to do with the chimney portion of it. Um, they're just licensed to just service the appliance and, and the pipes that are running into the chimney and, and not the actual chimney itself. Okay. Yeah. How about, um, I'm in a scenario where I've got one of those just for show fireplaces. There's a sure. chimney attached to it, but yep. we never burn anything or yep. anything like that. Do mm-hmm. I still need maintenance or service uh, inspections on that? Yeah, if you have any appliance that's actually running through the chimney, uh, then would would need an inspection. Uh, also, uh, I would I would get it inspected if you have the the brick or anything that's on the outside, mm-hmm. uh, because if if that's starting to wear down then where the chimney meets the roof um so it's there's metal right there it's called uh, flashing okay so the chimney flashing that's what stops the water from going from the outside into the inside where that chimney meets and uh one of the biggest things that i, I go out and actually inspect too is the flashing because uh, customers are getting water uh, and it, it'll ruin your drywall um it'll ruin uh, you know wh- whatever is next to that chimney yep so uh to prevent that uh, i would get it inspected as well just to make sure that uh, you're not going to have you know mold in the attic or right, anything right else. right right um we haven't really talked about the dampers sure so what do we need to be concerned about in the chimney damper and yep. are there different types of dampers yeah yep um so uh bringing back to the caps uh so when that water goes down the chimney mm-hmm. um and you have that damper uh at the very uh bottom of your fireplace in the firebox uh, that's just over the years it can get uh just deteriorated from that water because it's just sitting behind there because it has nowhere else to go mm-hmm. so when uh, i've seen dampers fall out uh, right into the fireplace <laughs> okay. before uh with without those metal caps so right. when that happens is you know i, I go out there and I'll, I'll take a look at it so that's one style of the damper okay. uh, the one that is uh, at the very bottom in the, in the firebox yep. uh, we also install dampers that go up uh, all the way to the top of the chimney and they attach to that uh, clay terracotta flue that okay. we were talking about too so yet yeah, there's a little pull string you can pull it down to close it and and let it up to open that damper any advantage bottom versus top not, not necessarily yeah no um from the bottom it's gonna stop the the heat from traveling all the way up the chimney okay. and sitting in there uh as opposed to that that top damper uh but the top damper is a lot less invasive to actually have to reinstall okay for customers so if you're doing a new chimney let's put it at the bottom yeah but if you're re- retrofitting an old one to go and try and put that damper or reinstall one you're better off it could be a nightmare going, yeah yeah okay yep that makes sense yeah um i know you guys do some some work with uh, basements and, and foundations and stuff like that yep. i think the most common thing uh, for basements here would be, mm. you know, I'm getting water into my basement. Sure. So you know, yeah. just kind of quick take on water yeah. issues that you, that you see uh, being amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It all, it all starts from the outside. 
uh, and just the water pressure just pushing against the foundation. Uh, one of the biggest thing, preventatives for that is it doesn't have anything to do with the masonry business, but your, your, your gutters. Uh, I just see a ton of gutters just dumping right right down into the, the foundation. So just to have those gutter extensions push it away from the, the house. Yep. Other is just the grade. So if, if it's gr- the, the soil is grading back towards the house, yep. then it's going to sit there. And th- those are the biggest you know, um, reason that actually goes back into the basement. You're getting water in the basement. Yeah. Um, we could talk maybe a little bit on retaining walls. That's another sure. piece of your business. Yep. Um, you know, showing a lot of houses over the years. You mm-hmm. definitely see a lot of these things that are just collapsing. Yeah. Yeah. Tilting over, falling over, com- yep. complete collapse. Mm-hmm. Built improperly. What are some of the issues? Is there maintenance there? Yeah, it'd be it'd be built improperly. Uh, a lot of the retaining walls that I come across uh, doesn't have what's called a footing. Okay. So a footing is the concrete that should be dug out, put below the retaining wall, and have that retaining wall set on it. Okay. So it has a stable base because uh, that concrete's not going to move. That uh, the earth is going to move if it doesn't. No, there's no footing yep. other than that. So there's usually not a footing okay. on those ones that are moving. Uh, another reason for it is there's not proper drainage okay. behind it. So instead of that, that water behind it being pushed out uh, and not not against it without any drainage there, that water, it's the same kind of concept as a basement. It's just constantly pushing against the retaining wall. That's when the retaining wall starts to fall over. Yeah. Yep. We, I know we, we had one installed. Um, I had a, a lot of uh, manual labor myself in my yard, and we were yeah. I think we were two feet below grade, and then we were five feet back yeah. um, that we filled it with stone. Yeah. And, um, we had perforated pipe sitting at the bottom, so yep. even if it did make it through, the perforated pipe would take it out. So I know there's a lot that goes into the footing exactly, and, and yeah. the drainage. So. I actually saw that. Did a good, <laughs> did, did a good job yeah. on the wall. Yeah. Not I was an impressed. easy project. Um, <laughs> How about licenses and insurance? Do you guys sure. have that? Is we do. Required? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's required. Uh, definitely for the insurance. Uh, you, you have us up on your roof. Uh, you know, you don't you don't want anybody that's up on your roof not to have insurance. Yeah. Uh, that could be a hard lesson learned. Uh, and then licenses. If we needed to pull a permit or, or, or do anything with a project, then you need a license to be able to pull a permit. Gotcha. So permits are also very important. Um, how about warranties on, on your work? How do you guys handle those? Yeah. So if we're going to be going on an existing structure and just repairing it, uh, I wouldn't be uh, providing a warranty just because we're going off of somebody else's work. Okay. Uh, if it's going to be built new, then uh, depending on the project, I'd do at least a two-year warranty on, on any labor and material uh, after that point. So those I, I do provide warranties on the work. All right. Yep. Uh, we're up against the end of it, man. Okay. Ton, ton of great information yeah. here. It's fun. Um, if people have additional masonry questions, retaining wall, patio, I got mm-hmm. an issue with my basement, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Uh, just give us a call. Okay. It's uh, 413-846-4444. Uh, so 413-846-4444. Awesome, man. Thanks yeah. so much for being Thank on you. the show. Guys, as always, if you've got any uh, real estate-related questions, you want to talk about investing or uh, – Maybe you're looking to buy your first house. Maybe you're looking to get your real estate license. Um, we've even got a, a pre-licensing school that we'd love to chat with you about. So um, always feel free. Um, if you've got a, 
a new topic that you'd love to hear us talk about on the show, we'd love to hear from you. So you can reach out to me or my team at 413-998-7466. Again, I'm Steve Rovithis, and I want to be your real estate resource. Thanks.